Hello, hello, and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, as always, here with Samantha Tredelius. How are you, Samantha? It's Monday. I'm here. I've got my red lip on. My hair looks like a lion, and I'm ready. I'm ready, girl. It's a red lipstick Monday. Is there ever a Monday that's not, though, really? Not really. Not really around here. Mm -mm. Okay, that's what I figured. I mean, there is something about that pop. Um, It's good to see you. And, um, today we, you know, I, I say sometimes that these things are near and dear to my heart and this one really is. I mean, you, you've known me forever. You know that, um, I started skirts network with two other of our favorite girlfriends, um, God, almost 20 years ago now. And it was really about, um, having a networking group specifically professional for professional women who could, uh, really understand and learn how to relationship network build business through relationships. Um, so this one is kind of fun for me because we have with us Casey Killian, who is owner of both Marin Women at Work, started in 2015, and now Sonoma Women at Work started in the fabulous COVID year of 2020 um, and still standing, which is uh, amazing, but an, a, a, a collaborative networking group very much in that same vein. So I can appreciate everything you guys are doing, Casey, and welcome to Inspired. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share our groups, yours and mine, and also just to let women out there there's know that there's a lot of support available to them. And in Marin County, we're blessed to have a lot of networking groups. Um, I started mine, as you said, in 2015 just because I wanted something, we call it the girlfriend's approach to building businesses, because I wanted to be, yes, a direct referral source for each other, but I also wanted to share our personal journeys as well, because we've all lived life, ladies, and if I can give strength to another woman by having her listen to me and the good and the bad that I've been through, then um, more power to all of us. Well, we, you know, we all bring um, so many different levels and avenues of life and experiences into our business. We, I think as businesswomen, we just, we can't separate our private selves and our personal selves and our, our mother selves and our wife selves from our, entirely from our business self. Um, I think it all sort of melds together like a, you know, what's, what's that, uh, Neapolitan ice cream. And when you mix it all together, you can't separate the, the colors anymore. I kind of feel like that's what we are as business women, that, um, everything gets mixed in there and has an impact on the way we do business and the way we support each other and the way we grow our business and interact with, uh, clients and coworkers and stuff. So, well, and I think when you share your personal journey, you're more likely to connect with that person and it's easier to then refer to them in a business aspect. So when you connect on a personal level, it's like, oh, you, you're building trust, you're building a relationship. Um, and you just made a point about, oh, and on social media, we seem like every life is perfect. And I don't think yeah. we're mischaracterizing ourselves. <laughs> I, I really don't. But you're not going to post, yeah, my husband's a jerk and I'm going through it. You're just not doing it. And it's not that you, you're hiding anything. It's just that's not really what people want to see on social media. So I think by meeting in person now that we can again, you can have a vulnerable moment and go, look, I'm going through this and I could use a little support. And you have 
a group of women that have either been there or maybe going through it or, you know, just want to lift you up and support you. But women also, we tend to, to operate a little differently, especially when it comes to business and how and who we want to do business with. I remember when I started my career, I would do uh, the tip and BNI meetings, right? I'd get up early, I'd do my breakfast, and I'd go and I you know, would, would hustle these meetings. And I would get business out of it, but I would also really kind of find myself gravitating with the women because I could connect with them a little differently. And I they got me and I got them. And we were there to kind of support one another. And when I moved to San Francisco was when I actually met Stacy um, almost 20 years ago. Thank you. Dating ourselves a little bit. But I was introduced to this complete concept of skirt working and how women would really build a relationship and then business would come. And I think that's what you have done here in Marin County. Um, and it, it's, it's not so much about the referral source because it's building a foundation that then I want to only think of you when I think about, you know, loans or insurance or houses or whatever it is. And that's the uniqueness of what you do. Um, Tell us a little bit about the members of your group, how many there are, you know, do you guys meet weekly, monthly? How does, how is it all, how does it come together for you? Well, um, well, thank you for asking me about that. Cause we've grown, like even in the pandemic, we, as um, we mentioned, Sonoma Women at Work started during the pandemic. And I thought, is this crazy? But I just thought, I know small businesses out there are struggling. So, and sure enough, we did grow and Marin Women at Work is growing, but I originally started Marin Women at Work because many years ago, I went through a terrible divorce and terrible custody battle and I picked the wrong lawyer. So really why I first started this was to build a community of trustworthy businesses. We have a shameless plug here. We have great mediators, great lawyers on our side. If you go, you can trust anybody because it's not about being a thousand strong. It's about being strong in with like-minded women and women that want to support and lift each other up and not, you know, I, I had a, a car repair. Uh, women, you know, those of us that are single, sometimes we are unsure of who to go to for car repair and trust what they're saying to us. That's another facet of what we have. We have a plumber. So it's just, yes, it's connecting like-minded women, but it's also really providing great services and great recommendations of businesses in Marin and Sonoma. So you can trust who you're, you're looking at. And it's, it's from an acupuncturist to, as I said, a plumber, it's a lawyer to a financial planner, real estate, you know, it's, a, it's solopreneurs and it's big businesses. We have Melissa Prandi, who's a very large property management company, She's been an original member and she's in this because she wants to support other women in business. She's not looking for a referral. She's doing just fine. She wants to support women in business. And same thing with Letitia Hankey, who owns a big roofing company up in uh, Ronit Park. So it's a combination of all levels of business. I, I do think that, that um, women especially, they we really want to support other women. We really do want to see them succeed. We want to be able to refer them business when we come across a client that makes sense for them. Um, and I think to your point of the way you set this up, it's so much easier to refer somebody if you know them on some personal level, even just uh, you know an inch deeper or, or what have you. And if you've had that personal connection, 
it's uh, it's just so much easier to put your name to their service and what they're providing and be able to pass them along and do it without hesitation. So um, to have that vehicle where you can you can build those personal relationships. It's not just somebody who, um, you know, oh, Melissa rented my my house when I moved out. Like, I mean, I'm sure she did a lovely job, but it's so much easier to refer her or anybody when you have that little bit of a personal connection or even a deeper one. And we, you know, we want to support each other. We want to see each other succeed. We truly do. Well, and it's easier than doing a Google search. You can just go to the site and know that because we're not a thousand, that's not our goal is to be huge. Our goal is to bring um, value to our members. Um, again, having gone through a divorce and have hiring a horrible lawyer that took complete advantage of me emotionally and financially. I mean, he just wrecked me. You know, I'm not bringing every lawyer on. I'm bringing women that I know and trust. And and just this, you know, since I've started this, I can't tell you how many women have either they are a lawyer and reached out to me or they've reached out to me, whether they were a member or not, because they saw my post where I said, look, you know, don't don't make the mistake I made. That's why I started this group. And so they're vulnerable and they'll they'll call me and say, OK, I, I, I need help with this. Well, and I don't think you can have a huge group and have the platform that you do that you want to create. You can't you can't develop those personal relationships if you're sitting in a room of 500 people. Like it's just, that's not that's not how it's going to work. That's not how it's going to build. So I think you're right to do it in the way you're doing it, and, and you know, so, really selectively making sure you add people who have that same spirit as you do. But tell us a little more about like how often you get together. What kind of now that you can get together again, what kind of get togethers are you doing? And, and how is the interaction with the women working? Okay, so uh, let's be clear. I like Zoom calls. So we're going to continue a monthly Zoom call because we have moms in the group. We have, I live in the town of Sonoma. And, you know, yes, I'm tired of seeing my face on screen, but it's a great way to connect. And I know so many people are over Zoom and they poo poo it and they're like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like, okay, we're going to do it once a month, the last Tuesday of every month. Because okay, you but there's connect. the convenience of not showering and putting your hair in a ponytail. Like right? if you, very out, you surely better get in the shower to right. leave that house. So. And you can connect with people from all over the Bay Area. You don't have to just, so I love Zoom. We're going to continue with Zoom, but I love your question because it was hard once the world started opening up, more importantly, Marin, it was hard to get women comfortable coming back to meeting in person. It, the first one was in February and I found a space that is large enough that we can separate and open doors. If that's everybody's comfort level, I do ask that they've been vaccinated before they attend, but I don't ask to show proof, but, um, and I'm sure you're in networking groups and I'm curious as to whether you found this is that even though we said we wanted to connect again in person until this past month in April, it was just a handful of women. And then just, maybe 10 women and then this I last think when things started opening up last year there was there was some hesitation i'm i'm finding less and less of it now i people have gone to the point now where i think they're getting more comfortable with it and, and prepared to sort of reinsert but you know what <laughs> i found though too and i'd be curious to see if you found this as well is that yeah they will commit to connecting and then all of a sudden i think they go well i gotta get in the car 
got to put my makeup on. I got to shower. And so even have though they register, lately? I mean, come on. Right. People, people too. It, it is it because we've always zoomed for our sparkle board meetings, because as you know, it's incredibly hard to get a date, a time where everybody can get across town or across, you know, kids shuffled, whatever. So the zoom concept is in some ways great. Um, and you know, but, but there are, it's kind of like you could do a, like a hybrid version. So it sounds kind of like that's what you're doing. You're kind of having the zoom and then having some live events. Absolutely. And because our members are such interesting women and such loving, awesome, they're just awesome women meeting in person, you do get that connection on a higher level. And so mm-hmm. my last meeting as uh, I, I could see it in the group. Everybody's like, wow, this does feel good to connect again. So it'll, it'll slowly continue it's, to grow. It's the connection of the shoulders down that um, really kind of bond us in ways that we didn't know we needed to be. In ways we didn't realize. The bonding so I, of the hips. Exactly. Yeah. It's well, the, I, the hug. Can I hug? Can I, can I not hug? You know, I'm still, I've never really been a hugger. I'm more of kind of a, a fist pumper to begin with. So it's, it's kind of, you know, that part of it I, I could do without. Um, what I think is interesting too, is as we become more sophisticated in our business lives as women, and even if we age, you know, we won't, we won't say middle age cause I don't like that. But as, as we get older, you know, when we ask for a referral from someone, you know, whether it's an accountant or, you know, a housekeeper or, you know, um, help with the kids or whatever it is, you really don't want to go on Google a lot of times to find those services because they're, you know, personalized or, you know, you need, you would rather have a recommendation. Um, And so I think being able to provide that and provide a platform of women who, you know, it's not just the women that are in the group, but then it's also their extended networks, because then all those people are getting access to all those other folks that those women are connected with. And that's, I think, the beauty of women and the power of women. Um, and I think it's a power that not everybody fully understands the, the power that it seeps out, right? I love that you said that because uh, can I tell you how many people I get emailing me saying, oh, do you know so a lawyer? I'm like, yeah, they're on the website, go there. That's why we created this website. But there's other members that understand when somebody says, oh, God, my my car's breaking down. I need to take it in. And instead of just saying, oh, sorry to hear about that, they go, oh, well, I know this great shop. Let me connect you to them. That's the community we want to build. We want to build women that want to go that extra step to make sure you're being connected to the right person and not just saying, oh, okay. And Fleece and I can, I think one of the founding principles of the skirt group was the referral gone bad. We've all had one. Or or more. Or more than. You get to a certain stage of your life. You're like, I can't, I'm only going to be able to give my clients qualified referrals because I don't want it coming back to me and looking bad. And so having a group of women that you know that if you drop their name, they're going to be able to perform you know, whatever service it is or, or task, that's a very cool, you know, asset to have in your back pocket, in my opinion. Absolutely. And to keep talking about it, like not just, again, not to drop the ball, like let's take it to the next level. If you have to look up the person's email address or contact information, do that. And most of our members have learned to do that over the years. But it's also knowing, having that comfort level that when you refer that person, that they're not going to drop the ball, right? That they... 
will actually follow through with your friend or your client or your family member, whoever it is. Um, so you get to look like the hero, the, the power. Does really, does anybody really understand the power of women? I mean, no, they don't. That whole they power don't. thing, like we do, we do have a power that I'm, I don't even understand it. So I, I can't. It's the badge power. Okay. There's a special power that we yeah. possess ladies. We get it done. We get it done. Now we, you and I, Casey got um, connected via you. Had, we had reached out with some sparkle stuff, but you had written a, a book, um, an ebook. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Oh, that's so funny. Yes. That is how we met. I forgot about that. So the ebook was just, you know, in Marin women at work, I can't tell you how many women have come to our lunches pre pandemic and sat down and went, yeah, I don't know. I'm becoming an empty nester. I don't have a career. I was in corporate, but I don't want to go back to that. So I just came here for ideas of businesses that are available and to make connections. I love that. You don't have to have a current career to attend our luncheons. In fact, I I want to encourage women if they're just on the fence of where they want to go in life. But that's where the ebook came from because I wanted to provide um, more of a focus of women over 50, which we'll, we'll get into that different avenues that they could, whether it's a small business, there's a franchise option in there or work from home businesses. And it was just a way to, um, if you're sitting at home, not sure what you want to do, just some ideas and how to write a resume. Cause it's been a long time since many of us have done that. And, so it was just trying to support women again when they're home and trying to figure life out in a very simple, direct way, because everything I do is very direct, as you can see in my conversation. I, I love that. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll admit that I may know one or two things about being a businesswoman over 50. Maybe I, I just I've heard stuff and so, um <laughs> you know, the, the experiences I have, but you, you, um, you also started a website 50 is just a number. In November, because I don't have enough on my plate, but again, it was because of the women that were reaching out to me that were empty nesters and just going through so many changes. And I just thought, you know, uh, we don't talk about menopause enough. So I talk about menopause. I talk about brain, you know, brain farts. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. Um, we talk about being single in our 50s. Like we try and talk about everything, but I started that because of the women I was meeting in my group. There was just this click of where do I go at 50 plus? Um, and yeah, it's exciting because- Are you finding that 50 plus women, soon to be empty nesters, single, whatever, whatever their categories are, are you finding that they are um, wanting- to get back into the working world because they have time or is it is it you know I've been doing this to support my kids and now I need to find something that is really my passion like are they looking to change careers or kind of what is the what is the biggest overarching um desire that you see from that group because you've heard a lot of chatter people have come to you with a lot of questions what what is their what's the uh what's the end goal well I always want to be positive. And so I'm going to, I'm hesitant in saying this, but what I have consistently heard from many women is if you stopped working to raise your kids or whatever, um, 10, 20 years ago, 
you could come back in with your degree and your enter the workforce again. But what I consistently hear is entering the workforce now with technology, everything has changed so much that you go to look at an online position, you're like, oh my goodness, like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about here. So careers have changed so much. Technology yeah, I can imagine someone being out for even 10 years and wanting to come back and yeah. if you kept up the skill set. I, I don't need, I like, literally, I don't even know how somebody would do it. God love them. For, but for I think this it. is I a, this is a huge topic and it's a huge topic mm -hmm. on so many different fronts because women are, and, and a lot of it too, is that, you know, the pandemic has kind of got people to shift. Maybe they were in a job or working part-time or doing whatever, and now they're shifting or switching gears. Um, and, you know, being at that 50 and above level, like what you want to do, what you can do, what you should do, they're all very different buckets. And, you know, people don't really have, it's such a great space because there isn't a lot of conversation. I mean, now there's starting to be conversations because women are talking, but they never used to, you know, that this whole area was a very like uncharted territory, if you will. Nobody prepares you for when you hit that point and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I, what do I, what do I do now? I mean, it never so has my, it been so difficult. My number two is headed, my number two of two is headed to college in August. So I will be an empty nester and people are like, oh my God, that's so great. You'll have so much time for, for your hobbies. I'm like, what fucking hobbies? What, are you kidding me? And they're like, what do you do with your free time? What fucking free time? I don't, I haven't had free time in 20 years. I, what? I mean, and so I just, nobody really prepares you to go, huh, now what? But you don't even know what your options are. Well, in previous years, you've been able to just get back in the job force. Hey, I was very successful. I did this, I did that. And now you're like, oh my God. But I don't, back to a positive note, I, we do have several fabulous um, career coaches in both of our groups and they will tell you that job is out there. So I don't want to make this completely negative. Yeah, yes, I'm not even talking might... job. I'm just talking life in general, even. I mean, I right. have a career that I've, I mean, I've always worked. So that's not my issue, but I mean, even just beyond that, and maybe this isn't the career, I, I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast, <laughs> but may, I, I, maybe, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a different side of this business that, I, that now I have the flexibility to do. But, no one, no one prepares you that all of a sudden you're going to have this like blank slate again. Right. And again, I think at 50 plus we all were, you're on the other side or you feel like you are. And so you want to be happy. You don't want to go back to that job. You don't like you. So you want to follow your passion, your hobby. If you have an interest that you haven't pursued in the past. And I think the pandemic has taught us that even more is that no, I'm, I'm not going, I only have this many years left. Hopefully it's 30 plus, but I want to be in a job that I enjoy and I'm happy. And yes, I, I need I an just, income. I just want to be really clear that I like my job and I like <laughs> my coworkers. Very, very I'm good really back, back, back pedal. Like yeah, it, I like just, it. I just feel like I need to say that. I'm really happy in my job. But I think too, it's that women are now in a position to like when their kids are growing up or when they're, you know, much more accomplished in their careers, like we're now like grown ass women. Okay. And the platform for grown ass women is much bigger than it ever was. And so being able to say, you know what, like, I don't want to do that anymore, or 
I want to do this or, Hey, you know what? Like this relationship isn't working. We're, we're able to be a lot more loud about the way we live as women. I don't think we ever have been. Um, but it also creates a very, you know, interesting landscape going back to what I said before is because this 50 plus year old gal, like there isn't a whole lot of roadmap. You know, when you're 30 or you're 20 and you're getting married and you're having babies, like you've got all that stuff. Like they've, they've mapped all that out for us. The treasure maps are there, but now moving on, like it's, there is a treasure map. Well, you know, like you've got what to expect when you're expecting, you know, you got a Bible about it. Um, which, but like from personal experience, there is no book on parenting that ever makes sense. Cause I, I would agree on that. I mean, hundred percent. But, but bigger picture is like, it, there's so much that we don't know and we're all discovering and learning. Um, so I will take it from you ladies and you guys can create that roadmap because I'm, you know, 41. So I've got a nine more years. God, to get. listen, child. Oh all my. Right. I remember those days well. Uh, but I think, you're, I think it's also confidence with, um, I prefer to call us classics. We're classics instead of middle age or aging. Um, we're just classics. But there's a confidence that comes along with aging and knowing you want, knowing what you want and going for it. And I think that's the difference what I've seen when we were able to meet in person. It's like, yeah, I've, I've done this life, but now it's about me. My kids are grown, loved being a mom, but now what do I want to do? And I think that's so important. And, and if you're not in a happy relationship, that might be the answer too. It's an and interesting question to- with like, what do I want to do? Because guess what? Most women don't get that asked or even know how to, like, I don't know how to answer that all the time. We don't, we don't know. Maybe some do. I don't, I like, I don't. I, I know. I didn't. I've done a couple career paths since I've turned 50. And one I started recently, and this is to share less about plugging it, but encouraging women to find what they want to change in their life. So in my, in my relationship, I, we were in the travel industry, not as a travel agent, much different. So we were able to travel all over. I love to travel. Guess what? Traveling as a single woman is very expensive. So what I've done is I became a travel agent. And my point in telling that is because why not get paid for something you like to do, but also you get perks, but find what your passion is. Another friend of mine loves to teach, but didn't want to be a teacher. She's a kick, you know what, tutor. She loves it. She loves it. And she does really well at it. And guess what? The pandemic just made her sore. So there's all kinds of avenues if you hone down on whether you're an artist or as I said, a teacher, or if you don't want to go back to teaching there, there's tutoring. And it must be very cool to see this group of women that you have brought together through um, Marin Women at Work and Sonoma Women at Work, support each other as they go through these different stages and thought processes and decisions. And, um, you know, I imagine there's there's ideas that are brought forth that they probably never thought of, but just having this this group of women as a sounding board, as a as a sort of a, a board of directors that they can bounce things off of is is pretty cool. And you know what's been fun? It's from 30 year olds to 65 year olds. It's across the age. Um, 
And I, I love seeing that. And the young women bring this energy and this life to the groups. And they're so excited to work with women that maybe are, you know, several, many years ahead of them. And so I really love the diversity of businesses. And I love the age, the diversity in ages, because we can all, what that says to me is we can all learn from each other. And here's a pro tip. Women love to help other women, period, right? If somebody asks me how to do something or what's the quickest way to get to that place, I'm so excited to share with them all the stories that I've, you know, all the holes I've fallen in. If I can help a woman not have to make that wrong right turn, I'm going to help her. And that's the beauty and like a little pro tip about us girls. We love to help each other out. And it's, it's a feel good. You know, when I get that call and, and I told you this happened recently and um, this beautiful woman was just in a panic because she was going through a crazy divorce. And she just called me later and said, Oh my God, thank you so much. If that only happened once, I'd be like, okay, that's what, that's why I started all this. And, and, Unfortunately, it's happened many times, which means, you know, a lot of divorces, but um, yeah, those are your feel good moments when you can people help. People are in transition and you're there to help. So Casey, tell us how people can find you. Um, we'll post some of your information in our show notes, but we have just about a minute left and I'd love to have you share some of your uh, websites. Okay, great. Thank you so much. So it's marinwomenatwork.com, sonomawomenatwork.com, and then it's five zero. 50 is just a number.com. And then all my contact information as far as reaching out to me and joining any of our groups or, you know, I also would love to say, you know, if you have a story about being over 50 that you want to share with other women, we want to post your stories. It's not 50 is just a number is not just about Karen. It, this it's all about women and their stories. And if you want to help another woman heal, whether it's menopause or career search or whatever it is, please reach out to me. Karen at 5050 is just a number.com is my email address. And let's share your story and it can be anonymous. Absolutely anonymous. I love it. I love everything about you. You are a little spitfire who is out there making the world a better place for women, a very near and dear cause to both Stacy and my own heart. Uh, thank you so much for sharing 30 minutes with us. Hope everybody gets out there this week and does something magical to be inspired and help other women along the way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is a wonderful platform with for women. And I just can't thank you for having me. I really mean that. And I look forward to all of us working together. Awesome. Thank